Hello everyone, we're back with another episode of the Afterburn podcast. We have episode 11 here today, and um, maybe one day we'll get a consistent schedule going, but I think all of our lives are just a little busy right now. Maybe, you know, one day in the future we'll settle down, I'll have stable jobs and stuff, and maybe <laughs> actually be able to hit a consistent schedule, but... Regardless, lots of things have happened since the last time, and we got an exciting uh, winter major around the corner. We actually have Insom, I believe, is going. Are you going too, Blink, or is it just yeah, Insom? I'm going. I think just Insom. That's just sick, Insom. I totally forgot about that. It's uh, in San Hello, Diego, right? There. And Insom lives in yes. uh, California. That's all we'll say about his location. So it's uh, nice and close to him to go. <laughs> just dox him real quick. <laughs> yeah, just dox him real quick. <laughs> Good luck finding him in the huge state of California, but... Yeah, so we're going to go through um, our predictions. Do uh, any of you guys want to uh, go first? Give us the uh, scoop of what you guys think is going to happen for this major. I think we can just generally go through our, like, We can go through the main stages. event first. Like, yeah, the groups, yeah, group A through D. Then the juicy part will be the, the playoffs. Because I think, I'm guessing most of us are similar on the group stages. Maybe. We'll see. Um Okay. Let's go with Let's group start A. With... Start. Let's start with group yeah, A. So exactly. we have FaZe Clan, G2, Crew, and G1. So me for this one, I have FaZe Clan coming first, which I think all of us have that. Wow, all of us have This is where my one is. I have G1 coming second because, you know, it's one in their name and G2 is two in their name. So they have to be the better G. And then I have G2 coming yeah. third and then uh, Crew coming fourth. I have zero faith in Crew here. But that's just kind of my general prediction. Why is that? I mean, FaZe, I think they've, I mean, they won the last NA regional. I think they've looked top two teams of NA for sure. So I think they're going to finish higher than G2. G1 is just, I have an undying faith for Mark by eight. So I think he's going to show up online and win. <laughs> and then I just think, I just think Sam's overrated. And uh, the team secret renaissance was from like last major was a fluke. So yeah, I could see that. I, um, I think the only difference here was, me, I had G1 not making it. I had them going 0-3, and three, losing to Crew. But I think you guys both had G1 making it and Crew not. Yeah. Um, yep. Mine's just a, a whim. I could see either one winning. Honestly, I think maybe G1's more likely. I think Crew might be a little bit overhyped. Uh, it really just comes down to who pops off. And I you could see, like, Mark spice. by 8. Yeah, I want some. I want some spice. You want some vowels. Europe spice? They're out. They're I want a out in the, They don't even make it out of yeah. groups. I have. Okay, so yeah. I wanted to be fair, and I was like, okay, if if Dignitas isn't making it out of Group B in my case, then G One's not <laughs> making it out of Group A. But we'll see. But yeah, mine's pretty much the same. Other than that, you know what's crazy? A. We have like pretty much the same thing for every other group. Like all three of us in Group B have. KC, Falcons, Vitality, Dignitas. Right. For Group C, all of us have Liquid Secret, Ground Zero, Gaming Gladiators. And Group D, all of us have Gen G, Complexity, Oxygen, Pioneers, all in that order. Uh, yeah, our Group Ds are the exact yeah. same. The only we one that's ex- different is Group C, I think, right? But here's number we have one. some like, variations I- on some of them, a little different, but... yeah. But in terms of who who's not making it, who's not making, it, I think all... our only difference is in Group A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just to reiterate, yeah, Group, group A. B... Just... Yeah, we'll go through the groups though. And some you can't, we can't just spoil every single group before we go. We gotta <laughs> keep it linear and go in sections. We can't just I jump can't, around. It makes it hard for listeners to follow everything. So we finish Group True. A, and then we go to Group B, which is KC, Team Vitality, Falcons, and Dignitas. I think. 
my opinion, this is probably the hardest group or the highest skilled group on average, I think, Group B. Um, Dig and Toss kind of drew this. I don't right think Dig not on Loki, man. I, I think if Dig is in other groups, they can make it out. I think this yeah. is the only group where I'm like, nah, they, I don't think they're making it out. I just have Dig going 0-3. I mean, KC, I've been told, is the best team in Europe, so I have them coming first. And then Vitality second and Falcons third. My guess is, like, I know at the last major, Falcons didn't scrim. Was the like rumors that they just didn't scrim for some yep. reason, didn't play anyone. So I, I don't know forward. why they did that. I'm assuming they'll That's scrim at this one. I, I don't know why they wouldn't. Hopefully they try. And I think if they try, they'll definitely at least make it out of groups at this major. But Yeah. I I definitely don't see them going out of groups. If I had to guess, like I think we, we all chose Dignitas to not make it out of groups. At least I did. Yeah. Um, I could see Dignitas popping off. I just don't. Like I think Drees is actually more of a land player. Um, Evo could go nuts. We haven't seen him on land before, so and we haven't seen Andy on land before either. I think Andy is the biggest question mark for me on that team, at least on land. Online, he looks super solid, but I think his nerves could get to him when it comes to land, which is why the I have him going like zero and three. Um, but I could see him being Vitality. I don't know. Like Vitality isn't super impressive to me. The only one who's like impressive to me on that roster is like. Maybe Rodosa at times, but mostly Alpha. But we also, yeah, we also haven't seen Rodosa or Sizen on that either. So that group is big question mark on who's going to go out. But I guess most people are thinking Dignitas like us. I, th- I, I think, think it's Dignitas. Too. I agree with Gib. Like, if Dignitas were in any other group, say Group C, where it's like Secret, Gaming Gladiators, Ground Zero, I think they make it. Group B with KC Falcons of Vitality. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think that Dignitas will beat Vitality. I think they have the their biggest chance is to beat Vitality there. I don't think they stand a chance against Falcons and KC though. I think Falcons would be the easiest one for them to win, but yeah, that's see. true too. Are you sure? I think they'd get out out with and anyone but KC, to be honest. Yeah, not KC. Mm. Interestingly, oh, okay, I actually have Falcons. Second in this group, two one. I think they beat Vitality. I yeah, I don't know. Vitality started off the split strong, but they haven't been looking as good ever since. If they had Zen, obviously it'd be a different a different story. But I could see them underperforming and not looking that great. And Dignitas like squeezing in. I don't think they're beating KC though. I, you know what? It could be crazy, but they could beat KC if they pop off. Hey, they are like a bunch of. Sorry, go ahead. They, they might choke. They don't have the French fans in San Diego. You think that would help them or, or be worse for them? Because I think be they there over... in Psalm. Don't worry. Casey's going to travel <laughs> the world for them. I travel the world just to support gonna the be blue there. wall. Yeah, there's going to be at least like wall. 20. Yeah. I I was just going to say, I think it's possible Dignitas could pop off if Andy doesn't like... I think their first what, series they might lose. Like, What percent chance do you guys give them making out of groups and popping off? 10 yeah uh i, I have no faith. if we're going I, with I like 20 is too hard yeah i'd give them like five percent five percent wow yeah. you guys really don't wow, think that's about really it. one in 20 wow one in 20 i, I give them i give them the most optimistic i think they have i think they have at least uh 15 15 to like 15. 20 is where i'm going around 25 is like you make it out of groups like likely right or no, no, no. I guess it'd be, um, make out of group? if we're just saying make out of groups, it'd be 50 then. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. 
So you know what? I would bump it up oh, to like 50? 30%. Do you think it's a coin toss? No, I don't. I'm just saying if we like our criteria for this ranking is saying like if you have them above 50%, you'd have them making it out of groups, like in your predictions. And then anything below okay. would mean they're not making okay. it out. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'd be around a forty then. I think. Yeah. I know. I just went from like five to, to forty, but <laughs> yeah, I think it's forty because I I don't know I. I think they have a potential to pop off. Blitz, They're not going to be like a moist. He's anything, got but they are all like the mechanical players. <laughs> he likes the dignitas players. He likes the dignitas players. It's the NA grown young talent. We I haven't know. seen like a full NA young squad. Well, on land young. since like about nine. Or something like that. They're new know? to land. I mean, Evil's the only truly young one. Andy's like been around for a while, and so is Dries. But yeah, true. Yeah, Dries they, is like they, the they aged a few years. Now. They're definitely <laughs> new in terms of like the the land scene for sure. Hmm. Except for Dries, like, he's made wins with G two. Yeah, Dries is G2 their biggest veteran in a sense. Yeah. No, he's made it with another team as well. There is uh. Although I think Andy's been in like. The pro scene longer than Dries has, I'm pretty sure. By like a little I bit. think so too. Yeah. yeah. He's just never but he, he... made it quite at the top yet until now. Yeah. He looks solid though. No, he's always like, been good. Andy... He's always been great. I think it's just been team teams and stuff has been kind of like preventing him. Right. But yeah, that moves us okay. into group Let's... C where exactly. we have Team Liquid, Team Secret, Ground Zero, and Game and Gladiators. I think this is the worst group. <laughs> I don't this just seems like a super weak group to me personally of all the groups that are in this uh tournament but I have liquid coming first secret second ground zero third and then gaming fourth I think it's mm -hmm. really just liquid and secret battling out for top two and then the rest of the teams are just bad but that's kind of my take on this one yeah uh, I agree I have no faith in OCE I've seen enough OCE over the past three years like for some reason, South American teams are just better. They've always done better. They always beat those CE teams. And I feel like history will continue and it will repeat itself. Yeah, we're all thinking Gaming Gladiators. I have no chance of winning a series. <laughs> Does anyone have them like, getting a game? I think every single one of us has one game against Ground Zero. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> Which I think is fair. Oh, but that's also have... a little bit optimistic. Yeah, we all have one nine, one nine, one, one nine. nine. <laughs> now, yeah. gaming glad does anyone know? Are they the team from APAC or? Yeah, they're from APAC. They barely won. Like they barely APAC took so. out Virtuoso's team. Yeah. Right. In a very close uh, matchup. Yeah. But like I... they weren't really supposed to be here. Like, How much Virtuoso's better does team. Group C look if you just slot in like the second seed from Saudi Arabia instead? Oh, a lot better. I still think it's criminal. I think it's criminal that the uh, the South or the Saudi Arabia. Uh, is it, what's it called? Yeah. Is it Saudi Arabia Mina? region or Mina? Yeah, well, that Mina, Mina only yeah. gets Mina, one spot and the same as. But the like, Mina region is like ninety nine percent Saudis. <laughs> yeah, I still think that's yeah, criminal. Yeah, it is ninety percent. I think I understand they're gonna change that next season. There's no shot they don't do it. They like, should they already messed this up. year. <laughs> yeah, it's they already messed up about having it this year. Yeah. But going back to Group C, I think I think the only difference we have, at least as me, is in the ordering is I have Team Secret being first, and you guys have Team Secret being second. Yeah. Where Liquid is first, but I think I'm honestly might be going back when mine would be more a, with you guys. Mine was a coin flip. 
It's like I don't, I don't really know who's coming first. I just flip a coin and it's either going to be liquid or secret. Yeah. I think they're pretty. I think they're very even teams. It's just kind of a bit of a bit of a coin toss. On really, I think liquid should be far day. stronger than secret. No, nah. I think logically, liquid should be looking at this like performances. Probably, but like seems like we got fourth of the yeah, last they got major, fourth so of the last major. Definitely. So like, I don't know, like how long are we going to keep doubting the one seed from South America? Where it's yeah. like they always like last all of last year was Furia getting like top fours and top sixes. I, this I year don't it's doubt secret. Them. It's just that Wickwood won the most recent. Regional. South America just I don't know. They always have one good team, and that's it. <laughs> they always do better than I think they do, and I, you know what? I'm gonna go with them this time for a little bit and see. Okay. But until you see yeah. my playoffs, and then you're gonna be like, he did not go with them. But <laughs> 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 we'll get there after uh, the final group, group we have, Group D. This is uh, it's another like strongest group I think. Um, we got Gen G, Complexity, Oxygen, and Pioneers. I think KCP is the only OS team with like any future where they've like kind of shown they can compete internationally. Of all the Oceania teams mm-hmm. we've seen over the last like year or so, um, I have Gen G winning it, and then I have Complexity second, Oxygen third, Pioneers fourth. That being said, I don't have Pioneers making it out. It's not, it's a tough group for them. I don't think they're going to beat any of the NA teams or Oxygen, but they'll make it competitive at least i don't think they're gonna like go in and get booty blasted every single game mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that group is tough uh, for pioneers at least i could see like i don't know oxygen maybe messing up really hard but then again like rise is pretty strong land player so it's it's hard for them to do worse they always do group like joyous and archie they always do good in uh group stages anyways always super confident Playoffs is a different story, but oh yeah, yeah, the classic three zero, and then lose the first series on playoffs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe it will change this time. Yeah. Who okay. knows? I, I actually have oxygen second here. Uh, I I think they will. Are you changing yours? Complexity. No, 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 no. I didn't change mine. Oh yeah, no, it is just different. Yeah. Just the ordering. Um. I, I think oxygen can beat complexity. I think they can do it. Uh, <laughs> It really depends on the day, but I don't think they'll lose two pioneers. Just have them going zero and three. Yeah, that is closer between oxygen and complexity too. Yeah. I I could also see like Genji just not playing their best because they are kind of a playoff team as well. Yeah. So that I group is. Genji gets it done. I mean, yeah. they really haven't done anything to falter that much. Like, they pretty much only lost to Phase Clan in North America, right? And no, much... yeah. And the last solid. major, that I mean, they they won. So I don't I don't want to put them in too low of a stock. I think only losing to Phase Clan still means you're you know you're, you're doing pretty well. And they won some of the uh, regionals as well. So I think mm-hmm. they're still good. There's no reason to really doubt them yet. I don't doubt Genji. I think yeah. they'll cruise three zero in this group. I think I had their series close between Oxygen and Complexity, but they managed to win their series. So I have them three zero as well. I think that concludes the group stage. I don't think there's anything too uh, spicy. I think the, the the funnest group to watch will definitely be B. And then yeah. the other ones, I think, are a little more predictable in terms of what team's going to be out. Group A might be fun to watch if crew can show up or if G1's like a little bit weaker. But then we move mm-hmm. into a playoffs. And this is where it gets hard because we have different variations of of everything. But um, This will be interesting. Maybe we start first with just who we have uh, making it to the semis, and we can just compare the uh, the top fours. So, I have uh, Face Clan playing Gen G in the semis. 
for the mm-hmm. upper semifinals, and then I have Carmine Core and Complexity in the bottom semifinals. Okay, I'll go next. Um, I have Phase Clan versus Team Liquid in the upper semifinals, and then I have Carmine versus Complexity in the lower semifinals. So no Genji in the semifinals is probably the most Ooh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, I have Falcons beating Phase Clan four three. So my semifinals has Falcons and Genji. And the second one is KC and Team Liquid. Okay. Okay. I think Falcons making it is pretty interesting that you have them it's in the top four. Take. Yeah, I have Falcons. That is hot take. Uh, yeah, that's that's my hot take. Uh, four three over. Do you have them making Quine. finals or Pace do you have Quine them losing? Will... No, I have them losing to Genji. Genji. They lose right there. They upset Phase Clan just to lose to Genji. That's what will that will that's what would happen. But why do we talk about actually the round ones as well? Because those are kind of interesting, too. You can talk about round ones as well. Yeah, we all have... Yeah, do you want to talk about yours real quick? Mine? I'm just we curious. Have... Yeah. <laughs> well, our round ones, we have Vitality and Oxygen. And I'm just... I'm going with Vitality just because I like the org. <laughs> you like the org? <laughs> I like the org. <laughs> and, and you know what? I'm, I'm praying on Rise's downfall, honestly. And I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that uh, Oxygen will lose. They've kind of showed that they choke on lands in the past, honestly, at the last one. They didn't look like too great or too clutch in the moment. And uh, I'm just going to go with Rise wasn't the uh, clutch man on Moist. He's going to struggle on this team for the playoffs and stuff and then go from there. And I have G2 Ooh, beating Team pick. Secret. I mean, I just think G2 is looking better and they won't lose the Secret. And G1 beating Ground Zero. That's, that's just fair. Ground Zero being like bad <laughs> g1 should win that and then complexity beating falcons i just think complexity is a better team overall than the uh study review team i i mean if they weren't scrimming the last one I, I just think i mean they must have motivation issues or something so that's something mm-hmm. they have to figure out and uh they're gonna have to earn my respect back until i start predicting them to actually go far in tournaments again i want them to prove to me they can because they really haven't honestly the falcons have kind of been a letdown in my opinion on Ever since they like outside of that one where they made finals and like the first one they showed up at like years ago or like a year or two ago, I think outside of that they they haven't really done much internationally and teams just like to hype them up because they're the minor region of whatever and the Rocket League community loves to hype up Mina just for being Mina. I mean, it's I mean crazy. there are some crazy mechanic we play. Mechanical oh, there's crazy mechanical there, players but... from Mina, but it's like they still have zero international titles. Like yeah. They have one finals appearance. I mean, to me, that's not a dominant region by any standard. But mm-hmm. Better than Sam, though. It's better than Sam. Yet. And also, I think people yeah. thinking Sam's a dominant region is also, like, laughable. <laughs> where it's like your best result is... Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not counting the fans. gamers Saudi Arabia thing that Fury won. That doesn't count. That wasn't, like, real Rocket League. And it's not RLCS. Yeah, it's not RLCS. So you just count RLCS for Sam. I mean, what is their best top four, top three? I don't think they ever made a grand final, right? Top top four, yeah. Top four. Oh, they've top had multiple top fours, but still, it's like, yeah, you're like an okay region who sometimes pops off, but you never even made a final. I mean, it's just the NA European show, and I think anyone trying to say differently right now is a little delusional. You should definitely yep. put all your stock in those teams for sure. But yeah, that's my it's my round one, my hot takes, but I don't think it's that. You know, okay. I, I'll be honest though. I could see Ground Zero beating G One because I actually I know that's like a little bit of a hot take, but I think with the change and the roster move from you know the breakup of the old KCP with yeah. Super Lachi moving to Ground Zero, I think both teams have looked actually probably better than before. Um, 
So I do think there's some potential there. And if they match up like G1, I think they could actually win that and make like a top eight. I don't see them making top four at all, but like it's possible if they get the right matchups, like I could see an OC team in top eight. Yeah, if they beat G1, they'd play Carmine Core in the quarters. So I don't think they'd beat Carmine Core. At least in my <laughs> <Yeah>. bracket. <laughs> well, you remember when uh, KCP beat um, BDS and they were like the number one seed for me? It's possible. I don't think it's going to happen with Carmine Core. Yeah, BDS, better, the but... former world champs oh, we haven't BDS. seen out of a single international major this year. Ah, oh, yes. Crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. That, that one's still weird to me, honestly. That is bonkers. We haven't seen any of BDS this year. What a, what a letdown. So now... I mean, I'll just say it now. I mean, the team I have winning is Gen G because you know what? I want another dynasty. This is the start. This okay. is the start of the Gen G dynasty. <laughs> they need to I'm win this one to go for it. So that's that's my hope. Is I and I, I think they have a good shot. I mean, they're definitely some. They might be the highest betting favorite. If not, they're definitely in like the top three for highest betting <laughs> favorites for sure. If you guys ever see those like models that the stats guys puts out for like highest chance for teams to win, etc. Yeah, I'd love to see another like dynasty in a sense meet Rock League. I think it'd be fun, and I want it to be in a North American team this time instead of European. So let's see it with Gen G. I'd love that. I- I'd love that too, but uh, unfortunately, it is EU's time to win the major, and I have Gen G losing to Team Liquid four two in the finals. We're just really jumping the gun now, man. Eh? There's yeah. a lot of talking yeah. about the finals. <laughs> okay, I guess uh... you can go through your bracket and lead up to it if you want. I kind of. I, go, I want to. I want to lead up to it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right, Insom, do you want to start leading up? Well, you already told yours. Insom so. blew oh, it. Uh, he I'll blew the gun. Round. It's liquid one. Liquid one. Yeah, it's already too late. I'm going to San Diego. I'm gonna like have a great time, and then the finals yeah. NA will just lose, and I'll have to go home. So. <laughs> just your so, luck. <laughs> I'm very unfortunate. I can see that though. Yeah. So my round ones are actually opposite of Gib. So I have Falcons beating Complexity. Um, oh wow. Oxygen beats Vitality. Uh, G2 yeah. crushes Ground Zero. G1 beats Team Secret. Yeah. And then okay, quarterfinals. Cool. I already told you Falcons yeah. upset phase. Genji beats G1. Casey beats G2. And Team Liquid beats Oxygen. I mean, most of those are pretty understandable, except for Falcons. It's... Yeah, if they that, make that it a top four, you're going to play Genius. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting my faith in that. Maybe I'll change, but no, no, I gotta stick. You with can't it. change it. That's not how that works. <laughs> nah, that that's my one hot take. I usually go with consistent predictions, but mm. maybe if there's one thing that would, sometimes. Yeah, I, I, I'm risking it all. Yeah. All right, I guess I'll go through mine next. Uh, surprisingly, I also had. Well, I guess since our, a lot of our group stages were similar, we had some similar round one matchups. But for my round ones, I had Oxygen beating Team Vitality. So okay. different from Gib. Um, actually, the same scoreline as you in some. Um, and then I had Team Liquid and Crew because I didn't have G1 making it. And I had Team Liquid being on 3-1 to go to the quarterfinals. And then next round, I had G2 versus Ground Zero. I gave Ground Zero two games, but I had G2 winning it all. So 3-2 scoreline. Because I, I do think OZ has potential, especially G2 if they're not like I think they're a little bit of a slightly washed washed team. I don't think they can ever win anything with their current roster. Yeah. You think they'll barely beat Ground Zero in a game yeah, five series? I do. Wow. I, do. Yeah. I know this is NA territory and they do better on NA, but I don't know. I'm not feeling G too much. Um but they still win, so you know. I, I'm I'm not that like crazy about OC or anything. Um 
Yeah, they make they make quarterfinals G two, and then Complexity beats Team Falcons three one because I do think they're solid. Wait, I think they are. I think they are one of the dark horses in this. I do too. Because no, no, nobody really like thinks about complexity at all. But I do think they're like pretty yeah. solid. No, they've got a lot better since they got Ciara. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's my round one. And then with quarterfinals, you guys know my semifinals. The Face Clan beats Oxygen four two. Team Liquid beats Gen G, which is a surprising result in the quarterfinals. I w- I don't want this to happen, but I feel like Team Liquid might do well this this major and make at least top four. So they meet Face Clan in the semifinals. And then I have Carmine wiping G2 4 1. Um, and then Team Secret loses to Complexity. So we have a Sam rematch essentially with CR in the mix. And yeah, Team, Team Secret loses 2 4 to Complexity. So Complexity makes the semifinals. Uh, should I just, I should probably just say my semifinals yeah, now, right? Yeah. So Face Clan, they beat Team Liquid 4 3. So it's a close series. I, I think that's a tough matchup for FaZe. If, if Team Liquid has the confidence and, and momentum going into semifinals, I think it's hard for FaZe. But I think they finally break the curse. I don't, I don't give you had them. I have them coming you know, forth. fourth clan. Yeah. That's so funny. Exactly, I got to go with but, it. They got to show me they, they can place something that isn't third, fourth, and then I'll, I won't predict, you predict it. with them. Yeah, fair enough. I'm, I'm just hopium, so I hope they finally break the curse. And you know they've been doing well. This, this, I'd be happy plan to see is so one. different. So, yeah, I would be too. Uh, and then yeah, so Carmine also kind of wipes complexity for one. Um, that one I could see being actually closer. I don't know. I feel like Carmine might not have better attitude going into this land, especially since they lost the last two regionals. So they don't. They shouldn't be like overly confident, but yeah, I don't know. They could just not be a land team at all. Maybe that's why they just didn't do well enough in the first major. But I saw them winning. So yeah, my grand final is Face Clan versus Carmine, and I have it being a nail biter four three in terms of Face Clan. Wow. And they finally win. If I feel like if First Killer makes finals, he's gonna <laughs> think pop off. You win, surely. If surely, 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 if he makes it he past the, the semifinals, he becomes the greatest in the world. If he makes yes. it past the semifinals, he'll surely win his first ever land grand final. It'd be so sad if he didn't. But yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's my bracket. And, and we get, we'd get to see First won. Killer on the stage giving his interview and he'll just sit there like, yeah, I won. And just say it like as quietly <laughs> as possible and just give like zero emotion or anything. He's going to be like the squishy muffins winning worlds. If anyone remembers that back in like season True. six. Yeah. He's just going to give absolutely nothing. Nothing for the fans to get excited for. He's gonna make some blue lock references or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, who does what? <laughs> that would require him to talk about anime. You'd never do that on the interview. Not on this front stage. No, I don't think he'd no. do that. He has to give off his cool appearance. <laughs> yeah. I I think all of our like finals though are like realistic. I think that that makes sense because we've all been watching what's been going on. But we all have like Phase Clan, Carmine, and or Genji and Team Liquid as the top four, just like different variations. Yeah. Which any honestly, any four, any any one of those four can win. I do think Enzo is probably the least likely with Team Liquid, but I could I could see the winner. Yeah. It's it's just uh, preventing a bad luck omen. Okay, like if I have oh, Team true. Liquid, and then I go there, and then Team Liquid gets eliminated, like we're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just want to get. I don't want to get too jumpy and have Genji winning and then yeah, uh, I, cur- I cursed it, you know? Mm. And then EU takes it. I'd say it's last like thing... Uh, 
last thing before we move on to talking about franchising, but if we if you guys had to pick one dark horse team, which doesn't happen roughly honestly, very rarely does a dark horse team come and win like a major or something, but who would it be? Let's say like that's like a team that's like they outside wins, your like right? top eight. Like, like win the whole thing? Yeah, win the whole thing. Like the dark horse Ooh. team where you think maybe comes in and just wins the whole thing from like out of nowhere. So it's like someone you wouldn't have in your like top eight, top six rankings, right? They're like more in like the ten to sixteen world rankings. Can I go first? Team. Yeah, you can go first. Go I have Dignitas. You have Dignitas? I think you have Dignitas. They're going to do, the, do the moist run. They're going to do the moist. <laughs> Holy and because shit. Because they're up. If, but that's like the dark horse, right? I don't think they'd would. That's why I don't even yeah. have them in my top. Eight. Yeah, yeah. That's but the they could the pop off. Course. Okay. I, I think like some insane Evo ball chasing and like. It's like all, I'm gonna let you and, go next because yeah. I think we all know who you're gonna say and you should say them. Ah, I have Falcons. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say you're gonna say Falcons, right? That's right, the be rest yours. of the Mina region has developed, so surely they've gotten better, and surely they'll do pretty well. And if but, they. Hmm? Go ahead, but after you after you talk after you explain, I just want to predict Gibbs before he's, he says. I have it. two I'm thinking of. I have two I'm thinking of. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I continue. No, I'm yourself. just saying, like, if 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 it's not Gen G, KC, Phase, or Team Liquid, it, it has to be Falcons. No one else it has to be. Good <laughs> it, it has, has to, to be. Falcons. Like, no, That's only every other dark horse is just like, I don't know, like, just pulling something out of the bucket, like. Completely random, like come on, dignitas. They're not gonna make it out of like groups, let alone make it win the whole thing. Okay, I thought we were going like not top eight. Like I don't have them in my top eight. If I was like not top four, like not those four teams you mentioned, I could probably name like a couple more. Like you know, like maybe. No, no. no the point is to do one that's G2 a little more or out there. Yeah, a little more out okay, there. Okay, but if if I was to predict Gib, your prediction before. I, I guess you predicted Vitality, yes. <laughs> I was going to say Vitality or G1. Those were going to be the two. I was, I was going to say one of those two. I was going to go with probably Vitality, yeah. I'll give it to them. <laughs> Before Zen comes, Zen. so then they won't... Before Zen, Zen will, they win. Zen will come, uh, you know, he'll come in and they, they'll bench him because they just won. Be, I don't think that's even possible. I think even if... Even if dude, everyone even Vitality, if they, win, they're, they're they have extra motivation to perform at this major because they know their spot's on the line if they don't perform... So they're gonna That's win true. as well. Yeah. <laughs> they they make a whiff that costs the series. That, they also you know, probably were getting DMs from yeah. Zen the whole time, being like, "I want to fucking go to Worlds, please make the major." <laughs> <laughs> I won't play two v two. I won't rank. I won't carry you. In yeah, we, anymore. I won't, won't carry the team if we don't have Worlds. You know, contention, but. Uh, I I think that's. I honestly think that's a hotter take. Vitality or G1 making like like win the whole thing than like Dignitas okay, just yeah. because I feel like their ceilings are lower than Dignitas if like they've really used all their mechanics and bring. I think power. G1s is I don't know Vitality I think might have yeah, a high. G1s are, you know they yeah, barely yeah, made it. True. They had a three way tiebreaker for fifth, and they won the two series just to get here. Dignitas or G1? G1, 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 yeah, right. Like a three-way tiebreaker in Europe for fifth. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. They had too. like almost no chance of getting it, but they somehow made it. Yeah, I think that concludes the majors. Now we're going to get into the next point of topic, which I don't even think has really been in. It's sometimes debate on Twitter, but I don't think it's really been anything hotter recently. But it's the idea of basically franchising. So for those of you who don't know, franchising is essentially the idea of where you're going to shift the power of like 
um, over the spots back to the organizations or orgs. Essentially, Psyonix would make a franchise league and they'd say North America has 10 spots and they'd give 10 org spots to play in this league. And they'd say Europe has 10 spots and they go to each region and be like, okay, this is your league. These are the orgs that ended it, like approve everything, etc. And the idea is like right now we're in the non-franchise league or open league. I don't know what people are calling open it. Open circuit. Open circuit, if you want to call it. And if you don't know, the power right now does rest primarily in like the players because they're the ones who get the points so they can do it. Although like you're signed to an org, technically the power is in the players where they could like, you know, the, the org can't kick them or they lose their points. So it's primarily in like the power. The players do have more leverage than like a franchising system. However, there are definitely pros to franchising. It's just like a topic, I guess you could like discuss and think about. Cause like um, the first point topic I think is interesting to look at is one of Rocket League's kind of issues that everyone knows about is the maturity within the scene. It's a very young scene, even for esports standards, it's a very young scene. And the issue with this whole like power to the players is you essentially have 15 to 17 year olds doing these things with orgs and it's just like really shady, but the orgs have to put up with it because the power's in the players, so they don't really have a choice. Where if we went to the franchising model, you might actually see a situation where like a 15 year old goes undrafted for two years because the franchise just wants to go with it like actual players and has the power which we've seen in other esports that have franchising where like it tends to be like the age to get in is much older and there's like much more of like a development process before they just kind of like get into play whereas rock league is much more of like instant right now because it's just up to the players per se i know a lot of people hate this idea because like oh like it should just be the 15 year olds playing all the time whenever they can 13 year olds should play and stuff but it's just uh interesting topic i know the rock league community struggles with debate and they like everything to be black and white but yeah it's just um i don't know if you guys have any ideas on we'll first talk about just like the franchising and the perspective that has on like potentially i guess the maturity or helping improve maturity within the league if possible and then there's other parts we can talk about later but we'll start with that one do you want to explain in more or a little bit more detail as well about like how the franchising works and like other esports too how like i know valorant switched to franchising lately right and now that they went from like open circuit to now it's like you, you pay Valorant's for spots, like, right? um, so... it's basically rocket league's old system is what valorant is now where like kind of like rocket league's old system but not like because it's it's franchise but so they gave like spots to like i don't know the exact i think it was like 12 or 14 teams give or take so they gave franchise teams and those orgs have spots in the top league for ever essentially but they also left it open when there's like two open spots or one open spot where you compete in like an open circuit and then that team gets or that org gets like a trial period in the main league for like two years and then they get replaced by um, the next one from the open circuit in two years, etc. Um, okay. And like a promotion relegation tourney maybe or something. I don't know the details of the Valorant team, but it's kind of like the old Rock League system where you had like essentially, you know, the eight teams stay in the pro league and then you have like promotion relegation from RLRS for the final two spots between each split. Which I think that's a really good one. I wish Rock League honestly kept with that, but made a better way to modify it. I think that one was really easier for the viewers to follow up with storylines and stuff and be more fun. Um, but yeah, that's how it works for Valorant. And then for League of Legends, it's completely franchised. There's no promo relegation or like anything. It's just you have the 10 spots in the LEC, LCK, LPL has more because they're China. And then LCS, they all have 10 spots. 10 organizations and then the orgs can sell their friend like position for a lot of money if they want out etc but they have all the power so like they'll just like they can kick anyone they want essentially they can bench them get new players it's all up to them for like 
rosters and stuff. And like, at least in League of Legends, I think Valorant too, it's like the legal age to play is like 17 or 16. So it's like not that much higher than Rock League. But like a lot of rookies will come into League at like 19, 20, 21 and stuff. And it's just kind of like a much longer career, I'd say, because of the way like maybe it's because of franchising, maybe it's not, but. It just seems they have a much like longer career average and like they come into the league later and there's less like uh what's the word to say there's less like stigma around age because it's the orgs who make the decision not the players okay so what i think are some of the like biggest pros of franchising that would, you think would help like rock league like, yeah. you, you mentioned one of them was maturity so yeah. players wouldn't be able to make dumb moves because they're young and they just want to <laughs> play with their friends and I, think, I agree with that. Yeah. But what are some other things you think I think about? the other pro of franchising is I think it makes for more exciting roster periods because the orgs hold the power and they're not going to let friendships get more in the way than for like roster decision moves, right? Because like right now, I mean, Energy has been together for two years. I'm telling you right now, I think if Rock League was franchised, Energy would have a different roster right now those franchise but it's yeah, the powers sure. in the players so they can't just go out and kick a player because the players might say like oh we'll just leave the orc if you try to kick one of us right like who knows what they're saying behind the scenes for all we know um that's where i think it's like franchising i think it leads to more exciting roster periods or roster moved because you know the powers in the franchise and the day the franchises are the ones or the orgs are the ones making all the money and stuff and if you give them all the power they'll get more spiciness then we see although rock league only has a ton of there'll spice, be no but... like two-thirds rule right like yeah, there'd be no two thirds rule. You could just that's the other thing. Rubber. There's no there's no two thirds rule in franchising. So you, we could actually see like legitimate turnover of a roster within a season. Where like if a team absolutely sucked, they could just go out and get like three new players, or they could go out and get like, you know, two new players, which would also be like unique and cool to see potentially like storylines of like, oh this team sucked, they went out, got a new roster, and they went on some like Cinderella fairy tale run at like a major um the other right, thing is because just like, the uh, orgs on the spot, not the players. So that's yeah, yeah, the orgs on the spot. So there's no reason to have a roster rule because it's the mm-hmm. org who owns it, right? So there's no reason. Um, I think other ones is also just like having, I think having a scheduled league is easier in like franchising mode. It makes more sense. And I think it's just better for viewers and like keeping up with it and stuff when you have like a regular season to playoffs or like regular season to lands. I think those are mm-hmm. like all the, most of the pros for the most part. Um, the other thing is like, Sometimes it's easier to like, I think, market around maybe franchising, but I don't know too much about that. Um, and I then, can see that with marketing. Yeah. I think, yeah, makes sense. Because then you don't have situations where it's like, this team is like, hey, I need an org. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously the cons that of franchising are you don't necessarily always get the best players um, playing yeah. in the league, technically, right? Because it's not up to like open circuit for everything. Although you could argue now Rocket League's moving away from that again, which is weird with the whole third like part of each split being just qualified and there's no open calls for it. So like Rock League made this whole system and then they're regressing back towards the old ways slowly, which is weird. But yeah, so like the only, yeah, one of the cons of franchising is that you obviously you lose the like ability to always have the best players in, in theory. Like it's also arguably more political. You could view that as a downside or a pro where, you know, since it is owned by the org, they care more about their public image. So if you made a mistake publicly on Twitter or stuff, they would bench you, right? Some right. people view that as a con. Some people view that as a pro. Just depends your take on it. Um, that's another con where it's like the the public one is, as I said, like the org could drop the players, but the players still got to keep their spot, right? Um, 
and they still get to keep playing even if that would happen so those are kind of like the pros and cons i think i see of it um just depends what you prefer i guess or want to see <laughs> i was gonna mention for um for that con we talked about before or no, the pro the marketing i know one of the biggest reasons why na does a little bit better Maybe not the biggest reason, but one of the reasons why NA has a little bit better viewership and like followership is because a lot of the top orgs and like players are still at the top that's been there for a while. So there's not as much turnover yeah. of orgs and like the storylines over there. So people actually can follow teams and like be fans of players for longer than in like EU. Um, so I'm guessing with franchising, we'd, we'd see more of that. So more st- stability. It'd be a higher and... chance of seeing stability. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I definitely do think one of the biggest cons is the competition. Because what like when we're seeing right now with the uh, Daniel and Beastmo situation, for those who don't know, like Daniel Beastmo played a lot, of, played in a lot of two tournaments together. So everybody's been hyping them up, wanting them yeah. to join. They're two of the best players in the NA league in the world. Um, and right now we're in a situation where like both B1 and SSG didn't make the major. So Daniel is looking for options, trying to get off SSG and, and trying to join V1. And so SSG and V1 are in talks. But as we know, like both these teams want to have, ideally want to keep those both, both those players on their team. But yeah, is it, so the question is in a franchise model, do you think it'd be easier for these kind of transfers that the play, like the viewers even want to see? Like, yeah. you, I think everybody would love to see Beastman and Daniel on the same team. Do you guys think that these would be easier in franchising? the same or it would be even harder to do i think it also heavily depends on how they do like the format for the season or whether they stuck with like the three like international majors into worlds or if they did two international majors into worlds and like how many roster periods they had but from just a trade standpoint i mean i think it has to be easier because you'd eliminate the two-thirds rule so if yeah. like SSG wanted to, they could get rid of Daniel. They could just scrap their whole team and then go pick up better players if they wanted to. And you know, maybe they sell Daniel for a really high price, and they can go out and get two really good players and pair it with LJ, and they can get rid of Arsenal as well, right? You just have more options, and I think more option leads to the organizations being able to do more and explore more if they were to make like a move, right? I think the two thirds rule is very instructing upon roster decisions, right? Because like no one wants to lose their points. But at the same time, you don't want to like suck because you know you can only make one move. Because a lot of times, right. I think for a roster to get better, you need to make more than one move. Like sometimes one move you isn't know what? enough. So yeah, I actually agree with that a lot. I think because there's less restrictions. Like let's say right now, let's say SSG has to lose Daniel because yeah. they don't want to keep some a player that's going to be less motivated and they don't want to have and, bad. Public and also, image. no, when they sell Daniel, they're making a ton of money off it. Yeah, and if they and don't, so they have a ton done. of money. Yeah. But, but even if they had that ton of money, they can only buy like one new one player, player, right? Yeah. Or we could also see it as these organizations are part of their investment in the esports scene is a lot of that should go towards player scouting so that they can get these new stars and take chances on players up and coming like Daniel. And then they can, if they have to, they can either sell them for a lot of money and you know restructure yeah. their team and buy other up, up, and, up and coming players or other players that are amazing in the league because of that. Uh, you know cash payout and yeah. then or the other option is they just their org is a lot better because they already have that player so it's like win-win as long as they're doing the proper player scouting but because it's open circuit and there's only one third rule or having like one player change yeah, yeah, one per player change. Player, uh, per roster 
transfer window, they're a lot more restricted. Whereas if they could just use that money, they have a lot more options to do different things and you know use that money to restructure even even greater if they have to. So I agree. Maybe if franchising is better for that kind of situation and even maybe better for the types of players you can get into the league be like be more competitive yeah the other the other funny perspective right you go first okay yeah yeah, i I basically i'm sick of like the two thirds like because a lot of rosters nowadays they just only kick one person because they all want to maintain their their points well you have to right there's no way you're always yeah exactly that's what works right so they always worried about their points and and i think that's really restrictive especially when you have like just three people like exactly in that Daniel situation. It's like if they lose Daniel, SSG is like no one's gonna replace him. If anything, they would rather get rid of Arsenal too. But just give the points. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say because like if you look at it from like SSG, right? They're gonna get rid of Daniel because he wants to leave, not because they want to get rid of him, but because he has to leave. So okay, so they get rid of Daniel. They can only make one roster move now. It's like I think if most people would look at that team and go LJ Arsenal. I feel like SSG has a better chance of doing well if they could just take LJ and just bring in two new players than like stick with LJ Arsenal, at least in my opinion. I think yeah, I agree. they would have a higher ceiling if they could just like take LJ or Arsenal and bring in two new players and try to like find a random third to fit with LJ and Arsenal. That would be better than Daniel. I just don't think there's like really a way to do that. There's really nothing you can do. Yeah, like, so they either in. keep, they bring in a new person and they do poorly. Or they just drop the roster. That's kind of their two moves. And they're not going to drop the roster. Like, that's dumb. So, yeah. Yeah. And then the yeah. other thing, um, also, like, one of the points you made that made thing is, like, something also people don't think about is, like, I know Open Circuit is supposed to be, oh, the best players always get to be there because it's just based off results. But people also don't realize, especially in the Rock League scene, because of it's in, like, the players' hands, sometimes certain players get restricted because they're just not liked by people so they'll never get like a fair shot to actually go up just because they weren't liked by the scene or whatever and right. if you did franchising where you had it more in the orcs hand so the org felt like they had to go and scout talent right because it's up to the orc to bring in new players not the players within the scene and as i said high school or roughly it's like high school drama so a lot of decisions actually aren't based off skill they're just based off who they like and who they don't like yeah. so the orgs could actually just have like an objective thing like actually looking at players with potential and stuff to bring in and that's something with franchising, you could do that. So you'd actually maybe see more new players getting a chance because now in the franchising like perspective, orgs could take a shot on three new players. And then if it didn't work out, they could just technically wipe it and bring in three new players or get like an old player. Like you could have much more like in and out because you have control. You don't have like the two third rules for the whole year with points restricting you. Or it's like you could mm-hmm. have maybe more fluid momentum of like actually trying out new players because... Like, it would be less risky to try out a new player and then just replace them versus now you can't really do that because it's just not the way, like, the system promotes or works. Which is something we've seen in, like, if you watch a league, sometimes rosters or certain, like, bottom feeder teams will just go out and try to get, like, all the cracked new rookies and see if it works or not. And then it's worked for some of them and it hasn't worked for some of them over the years, but it's interesting. Yeah, I think it's, that's the main issue with the Rocket League scene is that we just have a huge maturity issue. So, franchising, even if we keep the age limits the same, it will help a lot in that in that aspect. Yeah, so like, I think a, like, an example of that is like, we might have seen someone like Andy come into the pro scene quicker if it was franchised. 
because he was around for a lot and a lot of people thought he was good but for some reason he just never really got on a team to like make it with the players good enough and I think maybe with like franchise we might have seen players like Andy or other people like get a more shot where it's like the org just says here's our team oh you don't like it to like one of the star players with the egos bye right like that's they have the power to do that where it's like if there was like someone with an ego preventing you just be like oh you don't like it too bad we'll see it go good luck finding another team like it's with this franchise like good luck with the reputation that you have that's bad now so because like teams would talk right they'd be like oh yeah this guy didn't want to play with them because of his huge ego and then he could just get cast out of the league if he had such a bad ego where he wouldn't play with any new players right like it would put more power in a sense into the franchise yeah. and like actually put weight on like making these players responsible more for like how they behave maybe than they don't i know what what i mean is also like the players themselves even when they're not mature like i feel like when you have the power in the hands of orgs the players themselves will try to be more mature yeah because they kind of have, they have they, to. like it encourages professionalism yeah. because you're trying to be scouted by these orgs and if you have a yeah. bad impression then i'll no give one wants to pick you up i'll give some examples from league which is franchise there's so many you could go to any podcast and you can see so many things of where there was players here who had all the mechanical skill cracked who should be in like the pro leagues and they weren't because of their reputation they had a toxic reputation that they were hard to work with toxic young immature bad so orgs wouldn't go on them because why would even though they're so good skilled wise like top mechanics like they should be in the league or like why would we have that like environment because and they have no pressure to take it in so they wouldn't pick up those players for like yeah there's a lot of examples of that in league and i don't think we see that in rock league where it's like a lot of behind the scenes you hear of these people with like horrible attitudes egos and stuff and they just stay on the top teams because it's just kind of based off like yeah they're good enough but and people are like scared to like do anything about it yeah i don't think actually franchising would change a, a crazy amount that we think it would because at the end of the day i think a lot of the teams probably don't have great scouting and they rely on their will, will rely on their players anyways for that um i do think it would help if franchising was implemented but um i don't think it would change might not much be in terms crazy. of the rosters i don't think yeah. we'd see yeah. much movement in terms of needing just be small stuff um, I do think also that the way we have it right now is also almost like it's franchised for the top teams because yeah, a lot of those it's open those circuit, players, but at the same time, like it's so hard to like get knocked out if you get the points. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. and like those top teams already have like some of the best players, and you're not going to see a lot of change there to begin with. So for those teams that are already at the top, it's hard to it's it's mostly just changes at the bottom that we see for the orgs. Yeah, yeah, I would say the only, like, downside of franchising is, like, if Rocket League was franchised, I could easily see a team still having, like, Turbo Pulse on it just because his name's Turbo Pulse. So when yeah. clearly he's not at that level now, as we've seen from, like, all the regionals and attempts. Yeah, so that's the main argument for against franchising yeah. is that the argument is that you now have certain players that are not as skilled or shouldn't be there, but still are. Yeah. And uh, newer skilled players have a harder time breaking it into the pro uh, circuit. That That's kind of the main argument. I don't know if newer players would have a harder time. It'd probably be equal. But I think it's more just like... Honestly, it's just like, given around. the current Rocket League state, I, yeah, I actually don't think that it, it would change that much. Because right now yeah. we have just top teams sticking together, even if, like, uh, case in point, energy, right? It's like... Yeah, but then it's like, you look at what energy is doing. I mean, they're just like, they're doing nothing. They're just chilling, finishing 8th through 12th, like every split. The the problem, though, if we do do franchising is how do you even know about these up-and-coming players, right? Because if you're doing, 
doing like like top 16 you're doing or 16 teams in the yeah. franchise uh, then you're doing rank. league play i guess you need an like, rank would be like the only rank. thing but it's still like ranked is still not always the best indicator like we probably have to be going back to six, six mans yeah which isn't bad i mean that's how other scenes do it is it's just like someone comes up gets rank one and then they get a shot it's not like I don't yeah, think yeah. it's like the worst system in the world to be honest. It's I think good. it's That's better. That's right? They have another week below. Well, yeah, league has like Rock League would be great if Rock could do that. I mean, league has like development leagues, so people can see yeah. how they perform in like it's called the ERLs, the European Regional Leagues, and then in NA they have like academy, and then in LCK they have academy for the Korean leagues. They have academy as well. Yeah, I think that's the way you. That'd be great for Rocket. I just don't think Rocket League has a big enough in the secondary week. They get promoted to the top. Yeah, I just don't think Rocket League. They don't get promoted to the top, but you can like teams. Oh, not promoted as in like picked up by top teams. Yeah, I just don't think Rocket League has the infrastructure for that, or like I don't think Sonics is willing to dish out the money to get it, the infrastructure to do it. Sadly. Hey, but if they have franchising, they'll have money now. They're selling their spots. What do you What do you mean? Sonics probably considers CRL the development league. So. Uh, it, would, it would bring in more money for Rocket League, but I'm curious what yeah. kind of orgs would even pay for that. For what? And what orgs price. would pay like a million dollars for a franchised spot? Yeah, I think could, I could see an NA, but not, not too too many in EU because of the viewership issues. I don't know. It depends on the price it, I guess. Yeah, it depends on pricing. 10k. It's weird though because um, 10 million. I thought for Valorant orgs didn't pay for the spot. Valorant paid them. Did they? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure Riot sure Riot, paid for Riot paid the orgs like they give them a salary per year to like operate and function well, and they just had a huge review process to get in. And that's why every org, big org, like applied for it. Hmm. I know for a fact in Riot that they pay the teams in their franchise leagues like really? money every year oh, to like do operations and stuff. No, like the, I think uh, um, now for league you have to pay to get in, but once you're in, you get like x amount from riot every year to like help with costs that's well, that's you don't have to pay for a spot per year yeah you, you no you don't have to pay for your spot per year no no interesting okay and i think they did that because and they didn't balance specifically because now since they're paying the orgs and the orgs didn't pay to buy in if there's a bad one they can just kick them they didn't like that for league because initially there was a buy-in for league so since there was a buy-in it was much harder to kick them if the org was bad because they bought uh, it. I see. I think that was the reasoning for it. But I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. If you're giving them money, then you could just kick them out anytime. Yeah, like if they turn <laughs> out really bad. And they're not trying, right? Because like, if you get in the franchise league, that's the other bad thing. Is if you get an org, they could just not try. And just want to be in it for like, the money or whatever. And they'll just like, get players who aren't good. They won't like, treat them well, etc. And then if like, you didn't set up the contract, probably you can't just kick them. Etc. It's like another issue with franchising. Hmm. So they can just get a team right that finishes last place eternally forever, which isn't like a good look. It's like, why would you want a team that doesn't try, right? Yeah, you probably that's that's probably why Valorant for like the mixed I, approach, and I think I, yeah. I think a mixed approach is probably the best too. If, if Rocket League ever did anything like that, I do think a mixed approach would be the best. It's like going back to Rocket League's old system in a sense, <laughs> but a little differently. I think that would work the best. Hmm. I do miss the day. I just feel like it was more hype watching the like regular season days with like better storylines and everything it was more... much more hype than regional yeah there was like yeah. less games but the less games is like made it more hype to like watch and everything and i feel like accolades like meant more and stuff i don't know that's just kind of my take on it 
I don't think people really uh, care about regional wins. But I don't know. There's there's some hype stuff, but I think it's just too many games is the biggest part. And then the second part is there's no in in studio anymore. It's all online, so the premium. Oh, I think the well. yeah the majors and worlds are still really really hype and certain like regionals in NA and Europe and stuff. But I just think there was more hype moments in the other one, or at least moments felt more hype. I think it just felt more hype because there were less like games. Because you games. would see like three games a week, maybe yeah. at most or something. But now it's like you see like twenty, <laughs> <laughs> almost, and that's like and it's the same teams always playing at the, yeah, the, it's same, the time, same team. So that's why it's probably less hype. If I had to guess, I don't know. I'm sure there's somebody working on some formats and doing some thinking about that because. <laughs> I think there's also I don't know if RL's like Rocket League personnel are working on that at all. They're probably thinking a little bit about it. Uh, but I know like, I don't know what they're doing. They, they have a different format. You should split. That's how you know it's like. <laughs> That's probably their way of like making things different. Yeah. Viewership. So. I'm fine uh, with the ever evolving format. I think that's like good. But yeah, I don't know. They can find different ways. I think to try to make stuff like more hype or put more like generation around although the storylines is also partially up to the players like they just don't make good storylines to follow it's partially on the players but i think that's just not even their fault it's just they're too young to like mm-hmm. develop good storylines so it's kind of like you're just in a bad spot it's like the moment someone talks shit they just apologize the next day and then you never remember it so <laughs> it's just yeah that's like a culture <laughs> thing with rocket league that's yeah. weird Yeah, I, I do think age is one thing that would help a lot. Higher age limit. Because you, you already, like, all, all the people that, all the fans are surrounded around, like, either A, the content creators, or B, like, you're just the or, older players. And all those older players already are content creators, right? So, I don't know. Definitely is an age limit increase. That would help a lot. Yeah, and, and the whole culture, I think, is uninviting. Like, sometimes to, like, older viewers, because it's like, why would I watch that when you just go in and get called a grandpa and get like alienated by the community, or, like the majority of like the community if you're playing at like in the GC level or champion level even, but mm. it's just like I think harder because there's just less people to like relate to. It's just like a young your community, and then you're gonna just like age out of it because everyone gets older, right? Eventually, you can't stay young forever, so. <laughs> I just think other esports do a better job of like hitting a wider age range for content, so it's like makes more sense to like, keep watching, or like more enticing to keep watching, whether you're fifteen or thirty. Yeah, I think that comes down to a lot of the players being just like in their twenties yeah. and being more entertaining too. Yeah, yeah I gotta watch League. And I, I gotta watch my <laughs> boomer. Double lift. Who's like thirty years old? Play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or CS:GO. There's like a you know you gotta watch the boomer dad, thirty-two year old IGL win, or whatever. Or Valorant with Shroud now. Is he? Is he he's not he playing. He played anymore, like right? one. Yeah, but Valorant. Yeah, he, they also have like older players in Valorant as well. But yeah. Okay. Is there anything else? Right, no, I think I think that's good for this podcast. Okay. I think that's everything. We can talk about other things later. Um, but thanks for watching you made it this far and we'll see you guys maybe next week. We'll see. Probably two weeks. (laughs) Probably two Two weeks. weeks. Probably two weeks. (laughs) I'm gone next week. So bye.